behind us, right on the side of us. You could, you could kind of see the thing moving through the woods. Uh, all I can remember is flipping the light on, and I see this creature, and I knew, I knew in my heart, I knew in my mind, in the whole night, this isn't a man. And then this thing walks across the road, takes a turn towards us, and then leaps over a guardrail. Went to look forward, and there was a big black face. Squatch DTV, exploring the Bigfoot mystery each week with your hosts, veteran researcher, author, and TV personality, the Squatch Detective, Steve Culls, and from the Bigfoot Research Project of Kentucky, Chris Bennett. Sit back and buckle up as we bring you guests from around North America discussing the Bigfoot phenomena, but not without a few laughs, too. Here are your hosts, Steve and Chris. And good evening, cyberspace. Welcome to Squatch DTV for today's date, January 2nd, 2022. Happy New Year's, everybody. I'm your host, your guy, the Squatch Detective Steve Coles, along with, well, my co-host right down there, Mr. B himself, Mr. Bennett. Hello, doing, Mr. Bennett. Steve? Good to see you, Bud. You enjoying uh, 2022 so far? Well, uh, you know, uh, there hasn't been any bad news the last couple of days, so I guess good. that's good. Of course, <laughs> we have our guest tonight, Jody Cook, down there Jody, at the bottom. And, uh, yeah, I mean, could could 2021 suck any worse with, you know, the death of Betty White on the end of... of uh, I hated that, that she didn't make it into the new year, but, uh, you know, that's, when you got to go, you got to go, I guess it's just like uh, it's just a horrible week. I mean, the last week, I mean, John Madden. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one of my, my personal hero is uh, um, uh, Richard Demo Dick Marchenko, uh, creator of SEAL Team Six. And uh, he passed too. He was 81. You wouldn't think it though. But um, so it's just a, like, oh my God, it's just boom, one after the other. But uh, 
you know, hey, we got to look forward to 2022. Yep. Let's hope it's going to be a lot better than 2021. Oh, yeah. Winter has arrived here too. Uh, has it? I, I noticed uh, today. Yes, we've, it's cold. Uh, still rainy, so it's not. Why cold was enough, there? A, but... Was there a possum wearing a sweater? <laughs> <laughs> well, I certainly wasn't outside wearing a t-shirt today. It's it's very cold. Uh, uh, all during Christmas and stuff. It's been like in the 60s and 70s during the day. So outside, enjoying the sunshine, t-shirt, no jacket. And today, oh no, man, we're staying inside today it's cold <laughs> well, i know it must be pretty cold in ohio it, oh it's definitely it's it's actually freezing outside right now uh last couple of days were you know pretty pretty mild um but today man i tell you what it is it, it it's it's cold yeah definitely same is. same weather here it was mild the last couple of days in the 40s and 50s and uh today it crept up to about 37 Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now we're at a balmy 24. <sighs> yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, we're probably right around uh 38 degrees right now yeah. outside. Yeah, it's 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 pretty chilly. Yep. But pretty I like yeah. at least it's not that negative number or that like five degrees. That that's when it really when you go out and you feel every vein in your nose, that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So let's do our usual roll call, Mr. B. We and we got a lot of people in chat. We sure do. Yeah. We got Bob Lemley first in today, it looks like. Oh, hello, Bob. Uh, we got, oh, way up here. Yeah, Bob first. Hi, Bob. GM Zabo is in the house. Um, uh, wanted to say the Ohio Grassman episodes is one of monster one of his favorite monster quest genres. Um, then we got OT, of course, in the house. B Lynn is here. OT B, B's in the house. Uh, who else? Jay Fritz, hey, Jay, and who else Kate. we got going on? Kate Bishop, uh, hi, Kate. Kate's in the house. Bigfoot Society in the house. Bigfoot Society, all right. High five, Chaser. High five, Chaser. Don Fuller in the house. Hey, Don. Sugar Britches. Sugar Howdy Britches. <laughs> Howdy right back at you. All right. Arthur's in the house. Hey, Arthur. Low Rider, of course. Low Rider. Grasshopper. Hey, Grasshopper. There's Joe checking in. Hi, Joe. Timmy Boy. Timmy Boy. Welcome. Boy, it is packed in here. Rap, Raptor Crazy. Raptor. Am and Chris late to the party, but didn't miss a thing. Of course, Nikki over at Harry Man Hoaxes. Hey, Nikki. Lockbeard's up. Lockbeard. <laughs> Who else we got? Uh, oh, Leon's here. Hey, Leon. Good to see you. And uh, Brian McMahon. Hey, Brian. Mary Roller. Life Mary. is a flyway. Life Bigfoot a New York Todd. Bigfoot New York Todd. Godzilla Zero 2000. <laughs> Favorite movie. <laughs> Everybody is in the house. That was a good one. Dave Parker. Dave. Prairie Fire. Life is a flyway. So I think we got everybody current there. So hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year to one and all. So here we are talking about one of my favorite topics, too, is the Ohio grass Mm meat. And Jody, I don't know how you've written how many books now. God. Oh, God. Um, Did you even lose count? Yeah, it's it's under 
I know it's under 18. Under yeah, 18? Yeah, so it's about 15. Wow. Yeah. My, mine is under four. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 you know, the thing it would, you know, <clears throat> I have like three that I went through a regular publishing company, okay? And you know as well as I do. I mean, you're looking at from the time you talk to the publishing company, it, it's 12 to 18 months, yeah. you know, before your book gets out there. And I just got to the point where, you know, I decided to go on Amazon to their sure. publishing company, which is, and I found out there's a lot, a lot of big authors there using Amazon in order to get their books out, like really, really fast. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> decided to do that. And I, you know, I had some issues on a couple, you know, on a couple of, um, you know, one guy, um, I, I literally had to, um, you know, sue because he, um, he took, took two of my books and took every, he we basically bought two of my books, took everything out of my books, published the book using all my stuff and then accused me of stealing his stuff oh god yeah and it was like there was like a a year difference from the time my book was out compared to like his and um and and the bad thing of what's and, and what he did he like really him and all of his friends and his family you know really dogged me on reviews on amazon and not just with that book he decided to go do it with like all you know basically all my books and and the thing with amazon is that if if you get a negative review, even though the review is a false review, they still leave it on there, you know. And I, it which which sucks because it does hurt you. But I like I said, I ended up you know suing this guy, um, you know, over this whole thing, you know, oh, good. With, with, you know, with the books and stuff. But you know, and I was getting ready to sue Amazon because I wanted the reviews, you know, removed, and they're like. No, we can't do that. We can't do that. This is how, but that, but you know, I had to go back and write a whole thing under the review saying, look, this is the situation that, that happened here, you know, but you shouldn't have to do that. So, yeah, and, that's, I, I, and I, that's when I basically said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm done with Amazon. I'm done with doing that because if they're not going to sit there and protect you, um, against trolls, there's no sense, you know, doing it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so I'm looking well, at other publishing companies on the outside. I noticed, like uh, the books of the '60s and '70s, uh, most all of them had a certain theme. They would mention mm -hmm. the uh, the uh, the classic sightings, you know, like the Ape oh, Canyon yeah. incident and stuff like. And then they would go into just little details about those, and right. So that seemed like everybody was. You picked up if you read one book, you basically read them all. Right, right, yeah, because. They, <laughs> You know, in the 70s and 80s, everything was referenced. You were referencing mm -hmm. everything. And, you know, we if you had a lot of encounters on your own and you did a book, it, they, it went very well. But you always had to go back and use references, you know. And there's nothing wrong with using references because it, it, it lets the people who are reading your book know that, you know, okay, good. Here, here's another source I can go to because the thing of it is, you don't want people to say, okay, I'm the only source. You need to listen to me and not listen to everybody else. 
Mm. You know, I always put references in mind so people can always go back and and look at the references and see what they have to say because you're getting more information. Right. And, you know, it's like I, I did one book, uh, Bigfoot, I can't remember um, which one it was. Uh, Bigfoot, oh, heck, I can't remember the name of it, but I basically wrote it about monster monster quest show (laughs) and yeah because i was really upset with uh monster quest you know on that on that show um there there were things it's like well don keating was not supposed to be in that show at all i brought don in um to that and i'll go back and, and tell you some stuff about that but you know the thing about monster quest is they always wanted to leave out vital information okay and because they always wanted this big mystery Mm. but when people are watching it they don't see that okay perfect example was the baboon skull okay here in ohio and and i mentioned this while i was being while i'm sitting there outside being interviewed about the skull they didn't even put that part in in the show they and and that's why i was really upset about because it would have gave you know, all the listeners and viewers, well, okay, now they understand why there's a skull, a baboon skull. Ohio is very well known for legal and illegal exotic animal trade. Sure. Yep. Okay. It's really big in Ohio. It's really big in Adam and Scioto County. The DNR will back that up. This baboon was most likely someone's pet. Okay. Now, it, that's a possibility. The other possibility is there's three very large primate research centers in the state of Ohio. Okay. Now, each one of these centers have had primates escape from these centers. Okay. They know this. Baboons is one of the biggest ones they've had. Uh, I even talked to a uh, deputy sheriff in Adams County that saw and he, he even said this thing was a baboon that was crossing the road because I got up close enough to see it. It was a baboon. I know what a baboon looks like. Mm-hmm. So we know that there are baboons in Adams County. Okay. And the skull is most likely, so most likely it was someone's pet. It got too big. He took it out and shot it. Cause it looked like there was a 22 hole in the back of the skull mm-hmm. or it would, you know, it didn't adapt to the weather and it ended up dying because they can't, you know, they're, they're warm environment animals. Yeah. So I mentioned that in monster quest and it's just like, they cut that whole part out, which was, I was really upset about because that was vital information about the skull because I got a lot of flack from that. Well, there's no big new baboons in Ohio. So where's this guy coming from? Well, you know, we don't know, but the point of it is, we know there's exotic animal trade in Ohio. So that's probably where it came from. Now, where I found it was a place called Buzzer's Roost Rock. Now, um, you can go up steps on it and there's like a platform you can go on. But before that was never there. You basically had to climb up a crevice to get on top of it. And that's where a lot of the buzzers actually perched. It had nests up there. And that's where I found the skull along with a bunch of other small bones from other animals. And the skull was laying upside down. I, the thing I noticed was a large canine teeth. And I'm like, well, that's an odd looking, right. you know, sure. 
And then I looked at it and I said, oh, yeah, this is this is the Babu. But there again, Monster Quest wanted to make sure, you know, it was a mystery. And uh, the primatologist, I can't think, Esteban. Sarmanto, yep. Yeah, Sarmanto. He knew ahead of time it was a um, baboon skull. He knew it was coming to him. But he had to sit there and play like, oh, it's all excited, <laughs> you know. I'll miss oh, so it's yeah you know that's how TV works you know yeah. um there was a couple other issues um you know with monster quest you know that you know dealing with with that there um you know the skull and the handprint um that went to the FBI now what's interesting about the handprint I did not find that handprint I was good what I did now back in the 80s um in order to get reports, I end up writing one basic letter. Okay. And what that letter basically said is, you know, if you get any reports of a Bigfoot, don't laugh it off, don't discard it, send the witnesses my way. And I sent it out to all 88 sheriff's departments in the state of Ohio. So if they got the call, you know, not to laugh it up, send away. So I was getting a lot of people being, you know, that were contacting me from different parts of the states, because when they had signings, they would end up contacting the sheriff's department. And most rural areas in Ohio, you end up contacting the sheriff's department because they don't have a local police. So and that's where I was getting a lot of the stuff. So I ended up getting a call from a Adams County deputy sheriff that said, listen, I was on this case and I think you might be interested in it because there are some tracks that were found. So you mind coming up here? So I came up there, um, went up on the site with the deputy and there was a mobile home there is in a rural area. There was a ravine and there was a young girl and, um, her friend who was married to the girl's brother. Okay. So they were inside the ravine or inside the trailer. It was raining, storming at night. They, um, husband was at work he worked overnight and something was banging on the side of the trailer and screaming and stuff so the next morning you know the husband got home they told him what happened he went out and he found you know these footprints and he found this one handprint that where it showed where it came out of the ravine and basically because it's just the up part of the hand and not the thumb because when it came out of the ravine there was a broken branch there from the storm where it basically pushed it down where the palm and thumb was on it and came out of the ravine and so he ended what he ended up doing was making casts of the handprint and a cast of uh the footprint so when i got there he showed me the cast and the cast of the handprint and the handprint was kind of you know kind of neat um it was very small uh but the footprints were very human footprints they weren't very big um they were probably maybe about size 13 and, and human size but um the hands were very short stubby fingers so i i made the cast or got end up getting the cast from them i made a copy of the cast um so i have a duplicate if anything ever happened so when we were doing monster quest i said that um you know, to them, they end up sending it to Jimmy Chilcutt, who is a primate fingerprint expert uh, for the FBI. 
Now, he stated that uh, he, he felt the handprint was very primate, most likely a some type of gorilla. Um, but when he contacted bone clones, he actually sent the handprint to bone clones. Bone clones match it up to their, they have a, quite a few gorilla handprints, um, hand molds, and it didn't match up to anyone, any of the hand molds they had. So um, they end up contacting the San Diego uh, Center for Primates, which is the has the largest collection of primate skulls, um, body parts, stuff like that. That's the place to go. They have everything. And they have literally hundreds of moles of handprints of different primates there, along with the footprints and everything. And it didn't match up to anything they had. Okay. So we have to look at the possibility. And this is another thing that Monster Quest refused to say was one, was this a Bigfoot? Two, was this a gorilla? Okay. Now it goes back to what I was saying again. Ohio being, you know, having exotic animal trade, it is not unusual for someone to have a gorilla in the state of Ohio as a pet. It has happened. The Cincinnati Zoo ended up getting a gorilla that was a personal pet of someone for 20 years. Okay. And when the gorilla came to Cincinnati, it never seen another primate or another gorilla or anything in its life. So it's not unusual for someone to have one. Could it got out? It's a possibility. We just don't know. Uh, but the, the thing about the handprint, it was the FBI could not determine what it was. If it was a gorilla or if it was a Bigfoot, it wasn't human. They know that. The dermal ridges were very similar to a gorilla, but it didn't perfectly match up to a gorilla. Okay, so it still became a mystery of what the handprint was. Okay, but the possibility, me personally, I always felt that, you know, being Adams County, being the fact that there's a lot of exotic animal trade going on there, um, it could have been, it could have been a gorilla. You know, someone's pet that got out, um, the possibility, you know, anything is possible. It's, it's another perfect example. This happened after Monster Quest. I ended up finding a part of a jawbone to about, about here to here. Again, I found this in Adams County um, in a dried up um, riverbed. And the tooth, I've never seen this tooth before in my life, how this, this canine is. The back teeth, uh, the molars, I've never seen the type of molars in my life what this thing looks like. I went through every single book um, of, of primates to see what their molars look like. And the, this is the most oddest type of molars I've ever seen. And like I said, the tooth, the the canine, bottom canine, you can see where it had a groove where the top canine came down right. and where they kind of like connected. Yeah. 
um, which most primates don't do that. Okay. They come out to the side. Yeah, they come. They come out to the side, and like it, you know, like I said, I've, I've got the jawbone, um, the front part of the teeth. It, you know, it's got a section of the teeth are very human. I mean, extremely human looking. Uh, they match up very, you know, to like human teeth on the bottom here. Then it has the cape, the large canine here, and then it has the molars, which is which are, with uh, spiky, is the best way. To describe it you know they're just really weird looking and um so i don't know what this is because like i said i i look through every single primate to see what this thing is and i'm afraid to send it off somewhere okay yeah. and it come up missing if, if it is a bigfoot or a dog man or whatever you know or you know even though it means to be some type of domestic animal i don't know but like I said, it's very, very odd. The the bone structure is very odd looking. Um, like I said, the, the teeth are very human looking in the front. I, I don't know. You well, know. maybe you could uh, take a sample, uh, Jody, just uh, like a dermal tool or something other and saw off a little piece. And I don't know where you could send it, though. That wouldn't be $5,000, you know, to yeah, check it, it out. It, yeah, they, that, that's the only problem to get, you know, um, to get it sent off, it's like you know, I I have hair sample that you know I really nice um, piece of chunk of skin mm. with hair on it that came back of an unknown species of primate, and that piece of evidence came up missing somewhere from the transport from the DNA facility back to me, mm. came up missing. And and that's not uncommon because, like I said, I just I just did a show last year um, on Dogman, and we had hair samples, and the hair samples came back with an unknown species of canine that did yeah. not match up to any can't known canine in existence. It had traces of wolf, but it did not match up to any species of wolf in existence, and that that hair. When it went from the first um, DNR facility to the second one to get a second opinion, the hair came up missing. Well, uh, Leon you know, in chat wants to know a Bigfoot Okanagan. Is, is, would it be okay? Could we see a picture of the jaw? Or well, I don't. Steve, you hadn't got that loaded up or anything. I don't. I don't um, I don't have have a picture on my phone. Um, I mean, you know how these guys are. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious. If you want to take a quick, if you want to take a quick two minute break, I'll run and get it. You know, I mean, if you it, wouldn't mind, Jody. I mean, we don't no. want to put you out or anything. No, that's fine. I'll, I'll, sure I'll run be, and, Yeah, I'll, I'll run and get it. Yeah, if you guys. Yeah, ATL ATL Clutch asked. Um, can you take pictures of it and then show them to the professionals? See what they think. Maybe you can do that. I, I've got pictures um, on my Facebook page, um, but I would have to like close you down in order to get in it. Um, you know, but yeah, I, I can send I can send you pictures. Oh, hang on, I'm working on it right now. 
our chat okay. room is really great, Jody. They, they, these, these our chat room is really great. These listeners, they they love they they pop right in. Hey man, you know they ask questions and want to. Oh no, that's I fine. Love like it said, that I they can no get problem. involved in the show. I love yeah. that. If you want to take, like you said, take a one minute break. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can run and get it. And yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Be fine. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, you get this uh, picture up, but since Jody's getting it, I'll uh, I'll revert back to uh, to uh, our show here. Um, <laughs> Jody was talking about something earlier. Uh, I, I didn't want to, you know, interrupt him. You know, but, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the place he was talking was uh, Bone Clones, and if I'm not mistaken, that's one of those uh, businesses they reproduce scientific found uh, bones. Uh, for re uh, to send out to museums for display, and a lot of people don't realize this. They think that uh, you know when you go to like to, to the Smithsonian and you see uh, uh, all these bones and stuff that were found uh, of the the human fossils and humanoid fossils that these are all real and they're not. They're not. They're, they're fakes. Uh, they yeah. they don't put the real ones out for display. There's the. Uh... There is the bone clone website up yeah. right there. Yeah, they have. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think uh, uh, one of the shows that uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum did, uh, he was talking about uh, the amount of human fossils that have been found, and it's not that many. You know, you might be able to see human like human fossils in a, a local museum somewhere, but more than likely, ninety nine percent of the time. You're yeah. not looking at the real deal. You're look, looking at a copy. Yeah. Here. Let's see. This oh, there is. It is. Oh, that's cool. Let's that's see if we cool. can. Can you put him up on the? Yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's it right there. That's part of the jaw. You can see here, mm -hmm. where very human looking, and then. This is the inside. There was another piece uh -huh. that was attached. And I don't know if you can see, but uh, the teeth are very odd looking. But the, neat, the thing is, they, this one pulls out. But you can see here where the other tooth comes down like this I see yeah. goes across there and huh. let's go back over this way it, it's it's odd looking you know it's not a bear um I've got a bear skull it's not a cougar um it's just like I said I just yeah I mean you can see where it comes through I mean there's not even bone covering where the tooth goes mm -hmm. it, it, the tooth basically has no bone that covers that it's not you it's you can look at it you can see it's not torn off it's just it it just there is no no bone that covered that part of the tooth there mm. and like i said i i don't know i mean this is you know I, that is interesting you know, uh, you know, I don't know. Like you said, I don't. Very thin at the back there, though. That's 
One thing that's throwing me, um, the thickness at the hinge is a little small than I smaller than I would have expected, but you know, I'm not, <laughs> I haven't seen before. I'm just going by what you see, like on a gigantopithecus. Well, see, the, the thing of it is, like this tooth right here, right? This is this is a long tooth, and it, it's it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's odd. Um, I, I like you said. I couldn't tell you. Um, the the it has one, two, three. It's got three molars, and then this tooth here is like a human tooth, and then this one right here is like a razor blade. Is the best way to describe it. And mm -hmm. like I said, it it's got four different type of teeth. Mm -hmm. You know, these these three are the same. This one right here, like I said, I'm sorry. This one right here is very human looking. These three are all the same. This one is like a razor blade um, because it comes up and it goes at an angle like that with a very very sharp edge on it. Right. And then you have the canine. So, like I said, I, I, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know, you know, it could be some type of domestic animal. I don't know, you know, but Life is like I said, um, but like I said, I mean, the teeth are very human looking. They're, you know, I bought a um, part of a gorilla from Bone Clones. They have like a, a gorilla section right like Cross this section of the jaw yeah, yeah of the jaw um i bought one from there to match it up and it doesn't look anything like a gorilla okay um <laughs> so and it like you said i mean this thing is it's odd looking so um it's 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 definitely about the size of a a human you know right yeah could very well be yeah interesting yeah. Um, uh, life is a flyway came up with a good idea. How about 3D scanning it, which you can do with the phone nowadays because there's apps you can take that file and send it to an anthropologist. So that might be an idea, too. Well, uh, you, I, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, um, I was thinking about sending it to Jeff Meldrum, but it's, honestly, my, my thing is, I've had so many things come up missing. In the mail right you so know? that's why if you send a picture yeah. file you can always regenerate that or take some yeah some pi pictures i mean even pictures with the measurements and stuff like that yeah. um yeah ot oh. makes a good point the razor tooth might be carnassial um it's interesting thank you for sharing it with yes Go absolutely um what else uh you know but like I said, the thing of it is, is, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, um, like I said, I, you know. Well, that's the thing. Until we, when you find something, until you can identify it, it's a mystery. <laughs> now, after when you identify it, then the mystery is over. But if you can't yeah. identify it, then we've still got some mystery there somewhere. See, well, now. A yeah. ATL ATL clutch made a comment. I just want to uh it looks like a hog. It, well it, it does a little bit, but the problem is is the front teeth of a hog are pointed outward. Yeah. And and, and the thing of it is I I end up buying a 
hog, a wild hog skull. We have a place here next to Ohio called Friendship, Indiana. And what that is, it's it's a, it's a big retreat um, that, you know, bushcrafters and uh, hunters, you know, black powder hunters and stuff like that. It's been going on for literally the same retreats been going on for, you know, 200 years in the same location. Okay. And if you want to find any type of animal skull, any type of animal fur, anything like this, this is a place to go. So I end up going down there. I, like I said, I end up buying um, about a wolf, about a coyote skull. Um, I end up getting a cougar skull. I end up getting a hog skull, a regular hog skull, and I end up getting a boar skull. And none of that, none of those match anything. Yeah. And as you, you know, can see there, uh, whoops. I, I end up, um, I bought a replica of a um, gorilla skull. I bought a, yeah, see, you can see right there. You can see very clearly that, you know, that does not really match up with yeah. what you have there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not right for a, a hog skull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a hog job because of yeah. the teeth are pointed wrong. Right? Yeah, um, you know, like I said, my regular uh, Facebook page, uh, or, well, let me see here. If I can, I don't know if I, if this will block you out, but I, I've got some pictures, pictures I can probably send. Did it block you? Huh? Can, you can still see me, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I've got some regular pictures. Um, I can probably send you and that way you can get a, um, yeah. You know, but like I said, I'm not sure. I, it's, it's odd looking. Um, I'll send a pitch, send you a pitch or two of, um, well, one of the things that's throwing me about it is how small it's getting. Is it broken in the back? Uh, the, it, the, it's, it, it's broken where it connects to the skull. Okay. And okay. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, gosh, that looks awfully small, you know, back there where the connection at. But if it's got like an upper part that is broken away, of course, it would be, appear to be small, too. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's interesting. I like that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, So I want to uh, switch over to uh, Salt Fork Bigfoot. Aside from whatever, mm -hmm. you know, Jeff Patterson has found <laughs> and the, uh, and those guys with the Bigfoot tooth, it seems like, you know, um, oh, Salt Fork has attracted a couple of, uh, attention seekers over the years, uh, such as those guys. And luckily mm -hmm. with the whole tooth thing, I kind of shut them down a bit. Um, they were very upset about me posting a video showing how their tooth is not a tooth and. Um, it was part of, I, when I was looking, it's like, it's part of a dare toe, isn't it? Or something like that. I'm not even sure, but I, I know whatever forensic I, things he was using, he was doing it completely improperly. It was yeah. so long ago. I actually kind of forgot. And then, you know, he made a couple of comments on the YouTube channel and that was it. He was done. So, yeah. It looked like, um, you know, a deer, uh, a buck and his hoof, he's got kind of like, um, a finger bone almost is the best way to describe it that kind of like goes into the hoof and it looks like a tooth 
um, the the bottom part does. When so when you find yeah. it, it does it look yeah. like a tooth. And when I saw that, I'm like, ah, that's not a Bigfoot tooth. That's looks like part of a you know buck that the the part that you know that's inside the hoof. Uh, um, yeah, that that was kind of odd looking. Yeah. So I, you know, I actually, last year, I actually was out at Salt Fork for a little bit, which was really cool. Saw a lot of deer, actually got a therm of a bunch of deer, but got a therm of an owl sitting in a tree and a therm of a raccoon walking down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, so just, just a great, great place for wildlife. But you know, since you're, you know, you, you taught, one of your books is about Salt Fork State Park and, really? and the Bigfoot stuff. When, when did that all start with uh, Bigfoot and Salt Fork State Park? Well, Salt Fork was built in 1971. Okay, so they the first thing that was built there was the ranger cabin. Okay, so I actually talked to one to one the original rangers that was in that cabin when Salt Fork was being built, and the guy's hands completely all cut up. Okay. And he was out in the cabin one night. It was in the middle of the night and he's at the desk and there's a window there and he's doing something at the desk, standing up and he looks up and he sees a Bigfoot standing right there looking into the, uh, the cabin. And he said, the first thing reaction was he hit it and went through the glass and totally cut his hand up because it scared him that bad. So it, Sightings officially started like in 1971 at the park, but prior to 71, everybody in that area knew that there was something there. So there was always a Bigfoot there. So when Monster Quest came out, every single Bigfoot researcher in the world was there. Okay. Uh, not really the world, but I'm using that as an expression. Right. In the you area. Could not, yeah. You could lot. not go to that park without stepping on someone out in the field. Sure. Okay. For, for a few years, there were hardly any sightings in that park because there were just so many people tromping out there. All the sightings were actually taken outside of the park, believe it or not, because this, whatever this thing was in the park, it left the park because there were just too many people there, you know? Um, so, now things are kind of picking up a little bit in, in, in that park. And it's really only like designated areas where it's taking place. There's one part of that park where there's a lot of activity that's taking place. The, the park rangers don't even like to even go to that part of the park. Because um, that night is extremely spooky because we were out there one night. And when the um, uh, rangers were coming down, he had his gun out on his uh, seat because he was ready. He, you know, and I can't remember what it, it's out behind where the ranges are, the gun ranges. Um, there's a pond there, and that's where all the the geese and all this stuff is. And this thing goes out there, and he ends up eating the eggs of the geese, and ends up killing all the geese and stuff. So that's why they kind of have to go out there to that area but they said they hate they hate going out there because it's i'm telling you we it, it, how the in the winter time how the trees looked is extremely spooky 
I mean, just how the trees are when you go down the road. It's like the trees are ready to come down and grab you. It's it's that spooky looking. Um, there's that part. And in the handicap <clears throat> parking area is another really big part where um, a lot of sightings have been taking place. Um, activity going on there. So uh, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's when it all started before monster quest there was a lot of activity going on there and it, it was it was pretty scary stuff you know now, I, do, you I think, still, yeah. do, do you think do you think between the bigfoot conferences there and you know the the, the fame of monster quest it, it, you believe that it's kind of worn them or sh shaking them off a bit kind of moving them on because of all the activity and people prodding it, it did I, I i think it knocked down a lot of um, activity because like you said now there's a lot of activity taking place outside of the park because there, when monster quest and, the, and you know the ohio bigfoot conference there's always something going on there and there's so many people out in the field there it, it's it's crazy you you can't go without stepping on someone out there i mean we were out there one night and this is the honest god's truth we are out there and we were at the handicapped parking area and we were hearing knocks, so we're doing knocks back. And we're doing calls. We're getting calls back. I'm like, man, this is this is a lot of activities going on here. A rent, one of the park rangers came up. He saw us there. We were under the pavilion there where the bathroom was. We had a DVR system set up. We had cameras going out 200 feet in each area so we can see someone with IR. And you know, the ranger was checking on us and we we're sitting there talking and we're, he goes, I I'm over at Hozak's cave and the BFROs over there. And these guys are getting activity. So basically what it was, we were getting them and they were getting us. There was right. no big, yep. what, you know, and that's oh, how, no. Salt, yeah. And that's how Salt Fork is now, you know, you're getting, you're, you're 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 getting knocks you're getting screams and it's probably not from bigfoot it's probably from another researcher that's out there in the field yeah. you know because you're it's just so saturated now with people out there especially now, on conference weekend it's it's nuts i think it was you me and ken gerhardt went up to that area back in way back in 2011 yeah yeah uh that was that was the area we went back to i remember that i actually revisited that area last year um Luckily, I, I mean, luckily there was hardly anybody in the park. So that was, yeah. that was kind of the cool thing. It was kind of a quiet night. Of course, I, I tend not to, you know, do what I call provoking anymore. I don't, I try not to do screams or knocks right off the shoot. Let just sit and listen for a couple hours, see what happens. And, yeah. um, but we went out there. It was pretty quiet. Still pretty creepy, but, but pretty quiet. And I'm kind of interested to see they have a Bigfoot Ridge now, which, uh, <laughs> Of course, I of course you what, yeah. I'm sorry. No, of course, I, I that got kind of infamous by the Hoda and Kathy Lee visit uh, a few years back. So, yeah, you know, the, the thing, the Bigfoot Ridge, um, you know, it, you're talking about where the campsite is, right? Yeah, yeah that, that general yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, that now that that when I was there doing an investigation, this was probably 2017, maybe 
there was, um, you know, when you pull in, there's that pond or that lake that's right there. And I found all these snapping turtle shells and bones where something was just, you know, was eating on the snapping turtles. And it, it feasted on like four of them. Um, and turtles are very bloody animals when you kill them to cut the meat and cook them and, and things like that. So I don't know if this was Bigfoot activity on there, but that day or that the following morning I was leaving, there was a big bush like right there and I was driving by and I saw the eye shine. And so I stopped and there was something in the bush right there. It was, it was huge. And you can, from the sunlight, you can see this thing moving back and forth, you know, and I'm sitting there watching it and you can see the eye shines. They, they, there was something in that bush watching me and this thing was probably at least at least 10 feet away from me and i could smell it and i can see it and it it actually ended up growling doing like a growl sound you know and i kind of like moved <coughs> on you know um but it, it it there's definitely something in that area you know right right um and I, and I respectfully disagree with the audience there. Uh, they're talking, still talking about that jawbone. Um, <clears throat> if you look at the boar teeth, where the, the hog teeth, the fo teeth are forward, front-facing. <clears throat> the teeth on the, on, on the forward, you see the, 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 the canine, but the teeth going forward are very human-looking, and that is not on any of the hog pictures I see. I see a a very distinct forward fronting kind of pointed teeth. If you ever look at a hog's mouth, they do, they have these pointy little teeth up front. <laughs> so I disagree with, with that. Um, That's not a pig, Joe. No, no, no it's something else. No, so, I, I, let me get some pictures here and I'll, I'll text them to you. The other thing too, is the pig and, jaw seems to deviate a lot more uh, at a 90 degree angle. Once you get yep. to the, Yep. The the uh, the part where it reaches the mandible reaches into the the jawbone where it matches up with the maxilla, so definitely uh, something to look at. Uh, yeah. I think that it's interesting. You know, yeah, it's interesting. I think that, uh, but the size of that is definitely uh, uh, a little bit bigger. Well, we'll have to, we'll have to take a look. Maybe uh, if we get some. Professionals that are watching on the uh, yeah the show. I just sent them to you, Steve. Sure. Leave a comment if you know what it is. Okay. I am not saying that it's Bigfoot. I am not saying that it's Dogman. Hmm. I'm just saying I have no idea what it is. Um, my thing is, I'm just afraid to send it off someplace. And it get lost, like yeah, like the hair samples, you know, um, and things. It, it, I, I, I mean, I actually had literally a chunk of skin with hair on it, and that came back of an unknown species, a primate. And like I said, it came up missing, um, which is you know really upset me and that's why i said i just don't like sending stuff off to Jody, research I think, labs you know, and things like that yeah. <clears throat> you're acting in a uh, professional investigative manner you know you you found something mm -hmm. you freely admit i'm i'm not sure what this is i don't know what 
You know, you're not jumping out and saying, look, I found Bigfoot. Here's proof. No, <laughs> you're saying I've, I've found a jawbone and I'm not certain what it is. So, you know, let's look at yeah. it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Like you said, you can see the, the molars, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the teeth. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what that is, uh, you know. Um, like I said, it, it, it could be, you know, that's you can see where it busted off there. Like I said, I, I don't know. Um, I looked at different skulls on what it could be, you know. Like I said, you know, Adams County is well known for exotic animals. It could be it could be some type of exotic animal, but what kind? I, I have no idea, you know. Um, it's just, like you said, it's just, it's kind of, kind of different there. You know, um, like I said, I, I don't, I don't think it's, I, like you said, I don't think it's a, you know, it's a Bigfoot. I, you know, I don't know. Cause I think I, I'm thinking a Bigfoot would be more human. I don't, I, I have an issue with Bigfoot having canines. Okay. I know primates have canines. Chimpanzees don't to the extent what a gorilla would have, you know. <clears throat> so I don't I, I think a Bigfoot would probably be have more human style teeth. You know, um, that's a yeah, that's a dog. That's actually a hog. <laughs> oh, that's a hog. OK. Yeah. And what I'm going to do is I just want to. Trying to get but this compared. The thing of it is, if you if you look at the tooth, I look at the teeth, the bone structure. I, I it looks like it's going in like an S motion. You know, it's not straightforward like a. Uh, you know, so we would stop expanding. There we go. Like I said, I I, I don't know what yeah. that. I mean. You know, like I said, it, it could be some type of exotic animal that, you know, uh, some somebody had someone pet. Because like I said, it's not uncommon for for that. Well, have, you know, what, 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 what is missing in the hog mouth is you see P4, P3, P2, P1. They are very, very flat and narrow Ooh. teeth. They're for grinding. Um and these are very robust. Well, that's an upper skull. Yeah, that's an upper. That Is that the upper? Yeah, yeah that's sorry, the upper. My, apolog my apologies. It yeah. didn't really, it didn't really say what it was. That, that is correct. That's the maxilla. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a better. the passages for the nose, nasal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hogs where the don't tissue have, would connect anyway. <laughs> yeah, hogs don't have that front teeth. Right, okay. correct. Dump my ashtray can here. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. And so you I can wish see I could get And now yeah. you can see on, on, on the hog, you can see there's a gap there. Yep. Yeah. Well, let me pull. Let me pull up the next. Uh, Oh, 
Yeah. Oh, for the love of God. Peter does not want to cooperate today, folks. I apologize. Uh, Come yeah. on. There we go. I don't, know, I don't think it would be a chimp either. It's a, I don't know. Very long. Like I said, it, I, it, it's fat. It's a head scratcher. So, you know, you know, um, the canine very sharp. It, I, you know, a, a, a bear is very much like a, a dog. You know, um, right. Dogs you, you have, can, dogs you have can, two sets of canines. So you, you can also see in this picture that the structure seems to go up and then curves down where you don't have that uh, as a drastic downward move yeah. uh, in a hog. And, of course, the jaw, if you look, goes very up at a high angle where yeah. this one does not. So what it is, I don't know. Very interesting. I don't know. I mean, like you said, it is. I do, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you figured it out, Chris? Yeah. What is it? It's a broken lower jaw from a baboon. Really? Okay. Seriously? Uh, hang on a second. All right. It's like it, if it is a baboon, it would not be uncommon. Um, to find bones of them in in Ohio, because like I said, not just the fact that they're um, people's pets, sure but the fact that you know we have primate facilities here where they have it. You know they have had. Let's see where's it at. There you go, Chris. I've put it up. Did you get it? That it? Wow! Okay. Look! Look at! Look at! Yep. Look at! There we go. Look at the. Uh, yeah. On the right here. Ah. Yeah, but but it's broken. It's broken though. See, that's the thing. Sorry, I got to do this again because. My... Depending on where the break is at. Is that right? See, I mean, is that mine yeah. or yours? Okay, you got it. Yep. Now, what I'm looking at here is you see this right here. And what? look at that! Look at that! Wait a minute. I I don't see. What are you looking at? Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. Hang on, you got mine. Is... I think. Let me call. Hang on. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now watch right here. There we go. This is very interesting. That's it. Right there and right That's, there. Right there. That's yeah. the ID factor right there. Yeah. The uh, the problem is where it's broken at the back. That's got to be a massive amount broken away. From that jawbone, uh, in order for it to look like that. Yep. Yeah, you can see where it it, it broke. The, it's missing like the other side. You mm -hmm. you know the other side of the jawbone and right. the thing there. So, and the thing of it is, I I actually uh, when I was up there, I was looking for trilobites, right. and I was digging around in there. Uh, trilobites is you know it's a little bug prehistoric bug that rolls up into a uh, like a little ball or you can find them it's like it looks almost like a pill bug and um, Ohio is very common with trilobites 
And actually, that's what I was up there doing. We were looking for uh, trilobites and other little fossils and stuff. And that's when I found that one. So, yeah. That, it's, well, that's you know, I don't know if that's conclusive or not, Jody. But it, well, it looks well, the thing of it is it makes sense because, like I said, you know, we do know. And, I, you know, I actually talked with the DNR about this. Um, they They said, yes, you know. It's not uncommon for someone to have a baboon as a pet. Um, they've been on calls where people have had them and they had it, you know, end up putting them down. Um, there's research facilities in Ohio that has baboons where baboons have got out. I've talked to numerous police officers that have actually seen baboons in Adams County, Syeda County. So if that's the remains of one, you know, it, it, it it's and it would be completely unexpected. I mean, that the, the baboon is not native to your area, so why would right. you expect to find one in the woods? <laughs> right. And, and, and the thing, it's the same thing with the with the you know the skull. I found the skull at a, you know, um, what five years, five or six years prior to the jawbone in a, in a different location of um, Adams County. This one, um, both of them, well. Both of them would have been in the Wayne National Forest, considered Wayne National Forest. And, and if you think about it, remember last April, was it, in Cincinnati, we had that whole group of people yeah. seeing the family the of monkeys. Monkeys in, in the in trees. trees in well, the trees. And here, here's the odd thing about that, okay? And this was here. This is my hometown. This is in the, you know, my neighborhood, okay, where all this stuff was taking place. And people were describing these monkeys as being four, five feet and, you know, size. Okay. Which is a perfect size for a baboon. Okay. Baboons can get up to about four feet. Okay. The, the males. Um, and they, the, what, what they were describing these monkeys to be were very similar to what a baboon looked like. Oh, and that's, that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, do you know uh, Larry Batson? No, I don't believe so. Okay. So Larry actually uh, is an is an animal educator in Habitual. He lives in Indiana, and he's also very big into the Bigfoot mystery as well. And Larry has a pet baboon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you might want to, uh, I, I can connect you to or I can reach out to him and see if that looks like a baboon jaw. He may know. Yeah. Because he's had yeah. he's had that baboon for years. You know, well, he, you know, I, yeah. I I've got um I've got a monkey skull. Um I can't think of the name of the monkey. It's got like really big eyes to it. And um I found that in Scioto County out in the woods. Um it's not a spider monkey. I can't remember what type of it's not a domestic, obviously a domestic monkey with someone's pet, but I found that skull um, in Scioto County, and you know it's like I thought when I when I found it, man, because the size of the eyes, I, I got like really excited. I was like, "Wow, man, this is a a baby gray, <laughs> you know, gray alien," because it had the really big eyes to it. And um, when I took it home and I was looking at it, it was it was some monkey which was very common as a pet 
um, that it, that's the whole purpose of this monkey was just people had it for for pets. And like I said, there again, it was probably someone's pet that got out and the cat ate it or some, you know, something crazy. But, you know, I, I found, you know, a whole lot of odd stuff in Scioto County, you know, in Adams County, just weird, weird things. Um, because like I said, we, we had, I don't know if you remember this, probably five years ago, and this was right at the time I found the jawbone, there was a guy in Adams County that had a zoo and he ended up letting all the animals out. And there were, he had African lions. He had, Oh, I remember that. They ended yeah. up shooting so many of them. Yeah, he ended up killing himself and he let them all out and they had to come in and kill all the animals off because like you said, there was lions, there were um, tigers, uh, grizzly bears, which was not native to Ohio. There was cheetahs. I mean, just a whole slew of exotic animals. And it was this guy's zoo in Adams County. That was such a sin. That was such a sin. They had to come in and kill all of them. So, and and, and that's the thing. When people find stuff like bones and things like that, if it came out of like that particular part of Ohio, I always sit there and say to myself, it's probably some type of exotic animal. It has to be. You know, with with this jawbone, you know, um, I, I never once ever said, that's um, a big foot. Big, yeah. It was a Bigfoot or a dog man or anything to that effect. It's just I always deep back in my mind, I always knew it was some type of exotic animal. It had to be. Um and if there's uh if there's a baboons in the backwoods of Ohio, that, that could explain at least some or maybe Rap- at least one of the dog man sightings. Let me answer that question. Raptor, that yeah. wasn't the right guy. That was a different guy um, that you're talking about. They did cover that very briefly on the, yeah, on, on that the show. They did. But, yeah. but no, they didn't feature him. That wasn't the guy that was having all the problems. I believe he was from Indiana, to tell you the truth, the other guy. Yeah. Um, the yeah, one that was holding, yeah. On the late on the latest on season two, they had the the guy that was holding out and they seized all his animals and stuff like that. That that guy, I believe, was from Indiana. Yeah. And, and the thing of it is, you know, it's not just Ohio. It's all over. A lot of people have exotic animals. And and give me, here, here's one of the best things I, you know, have an exotic animal story is I truly believe like the Beast of Chevron Dawn was not a wolf. This thing, I, I truly believe it was a hyena because it was not uncommon for royalty to have a private zoo where they had domestic animals from around the world. And it was not uncommon for royalty to let these animals out to feed on the peasants. And if you ever read some of the stories of the Beast of Chevron Dawn, and if people don't know what that is, in the the 1700s, there was a lot of animal that was going around mutilating people. And they all thought it was some type of a werewolf uh, type animal. Um, but research now is kind of saying it was probably a hyena from when you look at the description of the animal compared to the wounds, what they talked about, what this thing does is perfect. What a, uh, a hyena would have done. And that's, that's what I love, love about you, Jody, is you're into the, you're into the dog man too, but you're not into this 
uh, you know, the, the blind belief system. Uh, and, and that's awesome. I mean, that's what I love about you is that you're not, you're not a blind believer in, in a lot of this stuff. No, and, I mean, the, the and, thing and, is, you know, right. You yep. know, as well as I do, you have to be a skeptic yep. in order to be a good, you know, a, a good or decent researcher, because the way I look at things is if I find evidence, okay. Could I take that evidence to what I call like a crypto court? Okay. Yeah. Could I persuade a jury in a crypto court of this evidence? And if I believe I could, then I can release that evidence. Um, but if, if I can't, I'm not going to say, okay, this is what, and this is what it is. It, is it a Bigfoot, you know, um, or not? Now there's some things like I, I found this track, um, this dog man track, in um germantown ohio and this thing is huge i mean it is absolutely huge and the dnr looked i, I have casts of it and the dnr looked at it and they said well it's 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 a bear okay it's only four toes uh but they said because of the size of the pad it's a bear and i say okay has a bear that size ever been found in ohio and they said no if this was a bear which we believe it is, it'd be size of a grizzly. I mean, it, it's it's that huge. Um, I'll send you a picture over here in a second so people can see it. Now, the largest bear ever found in Ohio was a 250-pound black bear. And I actually have a cast of that bear, a print. Because I remember when they were looking for the bear, we were out looking for Bigfoot at the same time, and I found one of the tracks from it, and I made a cast of it. So, um, I believe this thing is a dog man and I think the DNR believes it's a dog man too, but they're saying it's, it's, it's a bear. Um, but it's, it's, let me send you a, but, but let me, let me ask you, I'm going to, I'm going to just play devil's advocate for one second right. on it. Is it possible that there could be somebody that had a grizzly bear as an exotic and it got out? There, there's a possibility, but the thing of it is, you, you live in New York, okay? Sure. You've got bears up there, okay? Bears are nuisance animals. They let yep. you know they're there, okay? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, so if there was a bear the size of a grizzly bear running around, somebody would have seen it, okay? Somebody would have definitely had a picture of it or something to that effect. Um, the problem with that is, is... It's staying in one particular area. Yeah. Okay. Now that's not bear-like. Yeah, that's right. They well, it's, it's not bear-like, but right. the thing, whatever this thing was, was able to take a cow um, from one area and take it down a uh, seven-foot embankment, cross the river, and take it back up to the other side embankment and kill it because there's no way that that cow was able to get there um so is it is it a dog man um i don't know if it's a if it's a bear i, I know it's not a bear for the simple fact is a bear's not gonna it's not gonna do all that trouble taking a cow from point a to point b no. um the thing of it is ohio does not have any predators big enough to take down a cow 
Okay, the thing about predators, when they take an animal down, they go for the legs. Okay, you would see bite marks on the legs in order to get the animal down on the ground. This thing didn't have bite marks on it. Um, So it's like I said, um, you you can be the judge of this. Um, You can give me your opinions. People can give me their opinions. Like I said, I, I truly do not believe it's 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 a bear um because like you said it only has you know four toes to it um the pad is big and and, and here's the thing if you have an animal like uh, like you as a big for research you know what i'm talking about in order for an animal to support the weight it's that the foot has to be wide not narrow okay Correct. so it would have so the pad would be much larger than a regular dog and the toes would not go into a curve up they would basically go across almost uh, and you would see what i'm talking about in the in the picture here um and i'm going to send you a picture i just sent you the picture and i i sent you the cast next to a 250 pound black bear so you can see the difference in the size of this 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 um this print um it's got claw marks but it's it's you know like i said it's a it's a big print and it there was a wood line there it came out of the wood line there's three prints it came out of the wood line and it moved back now it was raining this day you can see the water that's still in the the, the print there um it it moved out and it came back in it didn't go forward because if it went forward you're able to you would have been able to see the tracks where it was moving but you saw where it moved back into the wood line so it's it i don't know it's kind of kind of weird there well if it had been a black bear that had lost a toe you could tell uh yeah because uh there's going to still be a space. Now that's interesting. Yeah. And, interesting, and, yeah. and, and now if you look at the pad, you see how mm-hmm. wide the pad is there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you can see the toes. Um, the toes go like at an angle like this. Okay. Right. Now a normal dog would have had two, two toes, you know, up like this and then two toes mm-hmm. down in the back. Right. Okay. Right. In the back. So that kind of tells you, you know, the size of the print. It's, seen a, it's, it's, uh, it's a fresh it's a fresh print yeah. because you can see the oh absolutely yeah i've seen a, a a black bear track with four toes he had lost mm-hmm. one yeah but uh the pad extended out yeah where you, you can, can see one toe is just gone it's missing yeah uh but so, where it should be you know the space was there it should have been but yeah now this the, if you notice that the pad is uh, not hardly as wide as the toe spread there. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. And, you know, the like I said, I, did I send you the picture where it's next to the... Uh... Yep, I'm getting that one up. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, you can see it next to a 250-pound black bear. You can see the difference in the size. I mean, that's a... Pretty big. big. And you, you can see the, how the bear toes are. I mean, it's very human-looking. You know, well, the, well, the, the, the very that's the back print. That's the that's the back uh, right leg. 
So you don't see that. You don't see that arching. You don't see the arching of the the the. You see a slight arch, but it's not to the degree the bear is. Right, and the the black, like I said, that black bear is two hundred fifty pounds. That that's that's a that's a large black bear. Okay, um, when it comes to a black bear, because most black oh. bears are right around one hundred fifty pounds, one hundred sixty pounds. Uh, some were a little bit bigger, but you you know that's pretty big black bear. So that you're looking at. 300 pounds plus for that print there you know so i like i said i Mm -hmm. i don't know see and the thing of it is this is on anthony road right off of anthony road where all the activity has been taking place now anthony road it's kind of like bray road okay but there's no houses on it there's no lights or anything on it it's it's one of these roads that's basically a shortcut. Uh, it's about a mile long, and it's a shortcut to get from like point A to point B. And a lot of people um, take it. And when all this activity start taking place, where people were driving down the road and they're seeing this thing being and they're literally getting chased, you know, by this animal, um, they all referred it to as a as a werewolf, and. Just overnight, Jefferson Township Police uh, Department of only six officers built a facility dead center where all the activity is taking place. Okay, so there's cameras all along the road now, and there's signs telling you you're being monitored. Uh, so they they know there's something there. They're tracking it. So not this past October, but three Octobers ago. Okay. We were out there and we found there was a post on uh, one side of the road there where they ended up putting the fence line. So whatever there cannot come out onto the road, which is really weird. And there was a fence post that was there. And there was a um, deer head that was literally ripped off and put on to that post. We went back a year later, and that deer head is bone now, and it was still sitting on that post. Nobody, no one from the DNR, no one moved that deer head from there. So we kind of took it as a possibility that whatever it was, was giving us a warning. And I've got a picture of it, and it's just like, it's really wicked looking. Yeah, you can see the water and stuff in there. And you, and right above, you can see where the footprint came up. See this, uh, where it's wet on top there, where that water came on top of the mud there. Yeah, that's that's a head scratcher right there. <laughs> yeah, and and like I say, if if it's a bear, if it, it, this bear was able to walk on two legs because the because the tracks came out, and you know line like this which is very and, uh, unusual showing so to walk were on. there uh were there any other uh tracks that you could find or was this the single no this is the best one the other ones um when it came out of the tree line this was the best one and when you went back there was um two other ones and if it turned out to be a bear because of the size it would have to be a grizzly bear that's what, yeah, it would have to be, and, and that's what the DNR said. It would have and, to be the size. 
Not only that, it would have to be a grizzly bear, and it would have to have been born with a birth defect of only having four toes. Because that is not something there that has had five toes and lost one. Right. <laughs> now, this that other print that I sent you, um, you can see where it kind of where it was going back, and um, it it only has four toes on it, also. But this is like the best of 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 the photographs of the uh, the print. But see, one thing on on there, um, you can't really tell unless you were there looking at it. It's it's pretty deep, you know. They're they're it, it's in there pretty deep. I'm fascinated by this. Um, Um, I mean, the claws, the, the thing that got me about yeah, somebody, was, somebody in chat says, I mean, no disrespect, but this print looks like it was somebody played a prank with a stomper, but eh, a stomper. I don't think that's a stomper. No, 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 no. No, you can look at the cast and yeah, and the, yeah. And the cast itself. You can, you, well, you can. A you stomper, just right. It would be flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shape of a foot that's flat. You're yeah. seeing some ridge just line. Yeah. Right. You're that's seeing some yeah. ridge line in there. A lot yeah. of definition. Yeah. Yeah. And and I've never aside from the lizard man um uh castings uh that I saw that uh their former sheriff Liston Truesdale had mm -hmm. um you know that you could tell that the claws were kind of uh, fake. What I find interesting is is that you know in this cast you have uh, the the claws are going in different directions a little bit. They're not all right. uniform. They're not all the same. Uh, so that no, actually, there's one. There's one that's actually longer. And you can see, yeah, like yeah. this one, and you can see yeah. this one's turned in a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I, I think that if, if somebody's going to make a stomper with claws in it, especially, I mean, I, I don't see making a, a stomper with claws in it at all. I'll tell you the truth. I think more people would be apt to fake it with a big footprint rather than trying to put a mysterious cryptid print out. Well, the um, thing is that, well, here, here's the thing you have to understand about Germantown is yeah. that this legend is gone, has gone on since the seventies. Sure. Okay. It was called the Butter Street Monster for the longest time. So people in that sure. area know about it. Sure. Uh, but he, he, the, the, the thing of it is, is why if, if someone was faking something, why would they put it where they put it? Because we came across it basically by accident. Okay. They would have put it out where somebody was going to see it. Okay. Um, that that that's my thing um where this was like you said we we came across this basically by accident because we're you know um crossing a a, a cornfield that was already taken down um we were just looking and we just basically decided you know to go into the wood line and we just happened to go up 
to where this where this track was actually coming out of the woods line and it was just like you say it was strictly by accident right, now right. we went all up along the the wood line to see if we can find any more tracks but see in in the the field now when it to give you an idea of how it was if you came out of the wood line there was a large field of um, where the cornfield was okay and the main the and um anthony road is like right there so it would have been walking coming out of the wood line walking towards the road my theory is that it was coming out of the wood line and maybe a car was coming up coming down or coming up anthony road and it moved back in that's my theory okay right. now going when we went through the cornfield you have to understand it was raining okay we were making footprints in you know the cornfield which was a muddy field that was the purpose of us in the field was to look for footprints okay and we decided well we're going to go into the wood line to see if we have a better chance of finding some because we could not find anything in that field so who knows i mean yeah. um if someone is going to fake something i don't think they i i just can't see them putting a, a fake print somewhere where it's not going to be noticed yeah, yeah. yeah. how how yeah, far yeah. off this was a distance off the road i take yeah it. this was this was probably i'm estimating um about 70 or 80 yards off the road okay so and i pretty big cornfield and and here's the thing um i'll have to send you these I, like i said they're on my facebook page but we end up getting we end up do google earthing the area okay the the exact area um after the um we we got the print we did a google earth of the area and there's a large creature walking across that field that that cornfield after the cornfield was taken down i'm not kidding um it's it's really it's really weird you see this so, large this large animal walking so along what that was three line what was the stride on this thing uh i think we measured it at um two and a half feet okay yeah so it, so, it wasn't it wasn't very big large yeah i mean very big stride um and yeah, and the thing yeah. of it is if it was if it was on all fours a bear 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 prints are like this okay they they they'll, they'll almost touch each other the front paw and the back paw and there was none of that there um yeah. I, I i can't tell you what it is i'm gonna be honest with you I, like i said because of the area that it's in and the history it could be a dogman print it could be a dogman print it also could be a bear print you know with but yeah. but this thing was had to been walking on two legs that there's no other way you know you would have seen the other Paul. Um, now, the, now, could you delineate any any toe marks in the other prints at all? Where? Yeah, I just sent you another picture, okay. um, and this was the picture that was behind it. Um, did you get that one? I'm working on it. And that was the other picture that was actually behind it in the tree line, and it, you can see because the round was not because it was heavily wooded. 
and the ground was not that wet. So it did not even, it, it made somewhat of a print, but like I said, when it went out and into the, out of the wood line going into the cornfield, that's where it, in that, you know, that mud, that's where it made the, uh, the print. By, by the way, we did get a word from uh, Larry Batson in. I, I, what I did was I sent him, I forwarded him the pictures and I said, do you mm -hmm. think that is a baboon? And Larry did respond. And um, what he said was, uh, old world primate baboon, maybe macaque. A what? Macaque. So definitely uh, he said. Baboon he or macaque. Macaque, right. which is a, a, a monkey, um, basically. Oh, I thought you said cat. No, macaque. 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 Okay. Now, well, no, based no, on the size, it wouldn't be that. It would be, right. have to be a baboon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me. I have squinted so much on this print; it's giving me a headache. Uh, <laughs> I've not been a big follower of Dog Man, you know. I always yeah. just kind of. So that's the other off. one that was behind it. <laughs> this print has really got me. Uh, yeah, and I think this this will kind of um, uh, kind of say. Now you yeah. see, right now I can tell, just looking at this, this does not look like a stomper. Because there seems to be different depths on the claw marks. And you can see where it pushed yeah. down, you know, the, yeah, you like know, this the one, right? So that means there's going to be some flexibility to the toes. Right. Now, for um, the podcast listeners, guys, you're going to have to get on the YouTube channel to watch this one because this, these uh, these photos are, are, are pretty dang neat. Uh, these are head scratchers. And I do see some smushing of the leaf litter into the ground. Yeah. Very evident. Um, so it's not something that was drawn in there. And just the fact that there is a different depth at the, just telling me there's different pressure points as the, uh, the, the print is being made. Um, fascinating. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, I can't tell you what it is. I have no idea. Um, I, me, me neither, Jody. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's me. <laughs> yeah. So and I, mind you, and mind you, um, you know, when stompers are made, uh, you know, if tracks are made with stompers, uh, a lot of times there'll be some some definite, you know, questionable brush around it, like brush has been stepped down because yeah, you you just can't walk. You'd have to walk and walk and walk on these stompers, and then eventually you would find the area where somebody. Uh, breaks down unless they're just stamping them but then again you're going to have other footprints there too you know mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're stamping them or you're using you know ones attached to the feet um you know you're going to see definite uh definite things uh well, yeah. that would indicate that but i'm looking at different depth yeah. um i'm looking at I'm looking at different pressure points. What I'm concentrating on here is the, the fact that it's got the four toes. Okay. And the overall size is larger than a common black bear would be. Now, so, I, uh, I, I also want to get into Raptor Crazy's question. Did you actually get a call from people saying they found these tracks or were you on expedition? I think you were just out. No, we, we, we were actually on an expedition in Germantown. Um, we knew it was raining, okay? So we figured that would be probably the best 
time to go looking for tracks. Okay. Um, and that's why, like you said, the, the cornfields and stuff, we we're there. And just by, like I said, just by chance, we decided to go, uh, to leave the cornfield, uh, to go into the woods line and when we were going into the woods line that's when we came up on you know onto the tracks very interesting and um just so we get some length of the print you know it looks like from nail to end of pad is probably a little over six and a half inches yeah uh, from the pad itself uh, I would say probably about a six inch. That's pretty big. That is yeah, really it's, 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 it's a good size. Yep. Um, like someone send you this other picture. Um, and again, we see four toes, you know, one, two, three, four. Um, that's got me. That's what's got me. I mean, it's not uncommon to see a black bear. But now this is larger than a black bear. But even if this was like a, a hugely massive adult black bear that nobody's ever seen one this big before. Uh, it, it, uh, it could be. I mean, the, the missing toe deal has got me. Okay. Uh, a four toed thing is kind of weird because yeah. we're looking at a pad, right? That is proportionate with the toe splice. And we're not seeing an extra wide pad and a space where there should be another toe. No. The pad yeah. is narrower than the toe splice. Yeah, I sent you some pictures. This is another case that we did. There was a woman that um, was driving from one location to another location, and she ended up turning up, going off a off road. Okay, and she was trying to find out where she is. She was, you know, getting on her phone, looking for the GPS uh, to find out, you know where the location she was supposed to be going because they ended up taking her to another place. It was raining that day. And she's noticed off to the side. She's in the driver's seat, something walking over to her car. And she looks up and she said, there was this effing werewolf looking in her car. So she took off. So um, she's on the internet. And she's trying to figure out what the heck that she saw. Okay. And she ended up coming across our website. Luckily, she was here in Cincinnati. So that was cool. And she told us uh, what it was that she saw. She took us out to the location. It was like raining for that week. I'm surprised that the tracks were still there. Now, right above, you can see where her, now these are the tracks where it was standing, looking at her. Okay. Um, now right on very top of the picture, that's where her tire was. You can see the tire marks there. If you look at the other pictures, those were her tire tracks. That's where it was standing, looking at her. Um, but she, she said it was, um, it was probably, she said it was about four feet tall. You know, looks like a werewolf, looked like a wolf standing there. It was a small one. You can tell by the tracks it was small, but it was standing. She said it was standing there looking at her. And she said it had the odd look on his face and stuff. So you can see where it's just standing side by side print right there by the tire tracks. You know, 
And what's so weird about this, okay, what is so strange about this, those are the only two tracks. Hmm. You, there is no tracks that's walking over there. It's like this thing appeared right there. Uh, it's just, it's it, it was a weird case. Because like you said, there was no, and it, it looks like there's three toes, you know, um, you know, three toes there. Uh, it's it, it's a, it's one one really odd odd case because, like you said, we could not find any other tracks where this thing walked over to her vehicle. It was just those two tracks standing there next to her car where it was looking in at her. That is a that is a bit bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's 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 weird. You know, uh, we we get stuff like this all the time. I mean, when it comes to like the dog man stuff, um, there's there's a lot of supernatural. Yeah. Now, how wide how wide were those tracks? Do you remember the call or? Uh, you know what? What I, I I didn't even have. I didn't even think about measuring them. Because uh, I figured the tire marks right there would have been enough of a, you know, kind of size. Yeah. Yeah. It, to me, the tracks were, <clears throat> they weren't that big. Um, they just, they weren't that, to me, they looked like a, maybe a size of a domestic large dog, you know, Rottweiler, German Shepherd, something like that. They were pretty, they were big, but. Um, they weren't yeah, nothing humongous. like the grizzly size. Yeah, there there was nothing like a like a like a big bear track or anything. Okay. There's like basic domestic dog size, but there was no other tracks. I mean, that's the thing. There was no other tracks where it was walking over to the car. It was just those two tracks standing there, and you see where the tire marks there because that's where you know the car was parked. And that's where, and it was looking in the window, and it, she said it just had, it was showing its teeth, had you know, weird eyes, uh, and it was standing there, and she, all but to get out of there, I don't know. It, to me, this was some, some type of a supernatural encounter, but the fact that she described it as a werewolf is what kind of got our attention. You know, honestly. fascinating. Yeah, this one doesn't doesn't excite me as much as the other one. <laughs> I, I look at this and I see a large domestic animal. What I see, yeah. But now that's just Chris's opinion. Okay, <laughs> I really like the other track. Uh, but you know, you never know. I mean, the the lady could have actually had something that. It could have scared her. It, yeah, it, it's just too. Uh, never know. Yeah, uh, the thing of it, if it was it, to me, if it was a domestic dog or something, you know, um, you would have seen the dog tracks. You know, the fact that it was only at two tracks where it was standing there is odd. You know, um, you know, it's just yeah. It almost looks like if uh, the animal got inside of the vehicle. 
<laughs> to give you an idea, I, I sent you another, one last picture. This was a case that we did. Uh, and this was actually outside of um, uh, Skinwalker Ranch where this woman was ha actually people in this small community were having were dealing with a a werewolf it was basically what they it was attacking the animals um we we got pictures of and this was one of the tracks so that kind of uh, that's a pretty big track but let me send you this other picture that matches up you can see this thing now if you look where her thumb is and you go across and you look at the bottom um uh toe there uh it, this thing had like an opposable thumb it, I, i'm not kidding it um let me see this other picture you can tell where where we did this um color image on it you can see where this it, that that was an opposable thumb on that on that particular um print there it would it's i don't know it's just it's kind of odd um but there was they it's this farm farm area right and there's about um six homes in this area okay and they're you can see them from each other okay but it's a lot of farming area a lot of livestock horses things like that well they knew that there was a bigfoot in the area everyone's seen the bigfoot they would hear it, but the Bigfoot never, ever um, bothered any of the livestock whatsoever. Then they had livestock that was being attacked. Then they had animals that were coming up missing. And they were seeing something that they described as a very large wolf, but it was walking on two legs. And they said one night that they heard two different types of animals screaming like they were fighting in the woods and everybody in the community basically came out and they were listening to it they believed that whatever this creature was this large canine was fighting the bigfoot and they believe it killed the bigfoot because they'd never seen the bigfoot and this was a year ago and they still had never seen the bigfoot uh again but they keep seeing this creature um now when we were there um she has a this lady has a horse okay and you can see the five claw marks going down the chest of the horse i got pictures of that and you can see now horses predators when the predators attack attack an animal they always hit it from behind okay to get it down because it's easier to get it down on the ground Bring it down then they go to for the neck yep. and they go for the neck this thing attacked a horse from the front which is extremely dangerous to do because a horse will kill you. Um, um, but like I said, you know, um, I'll send you the. Now, this uh, was this also in the uh, Skinwalker area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah they have, they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of weird stuff going on over there. Yeah, and um, I sent you the pictures of the horse. Um, well, two of the horses um, that got attacked. Um, and, and like I said, this thing attacked like two large horses and, and the corral area and it attacked them from the front and you can see the, the attack marks on the front 
and predators just don't do that because they know i mean a horse can kill you you know uh with his front with his front hooves and and legs um when he goes to fighting i mean you can see where it's swollen see how it's swollen how it's swelling out look at that one two three four you know claw marks there actually it looks like a puncture wound there too like a bite yeah but yeah you can see where it came where it attacked it there um, boom i see claws i see maybe a bite bite mm -hmm. and a bite down lower Yeah, I mean, you can see how it's how on that horse, how that it's already bloated and got infected, you know. So whatever it was, it attacked this one from the front. And there's another picture of a different horse um, that it attacked in the front, um, which is I, I don't know of any domestic predator that would attack a horse from the front or any other animal because they always go from the back and from the legs to get it down on the ground. So these these animals were defending themselves against something. One, two, so, three, four. Yeah. So uh, it's not a bear. It, it you know um, a bear's not stupid enough to be honest to 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 do that. Um, it, this thing was able to get over the corral to get into the corral, okay, to go after these horses. Um, and the daughter actually, um, who actually saw it, I sent you this, if you want to use this picture, this is her drawing of what she saw um, uh, outside that night crawling along the ground um, at the corral before the animals were attacked. And she said this thing, she said it was, it was, you know, huge. It was like a wolf, but it, she said it was doing a crawl like an army man was the way she described it. You know, she's like 13 years old and she's looking out the back window and this is what she drew, what she saw. And, but she said it was crawling like an army man on the ground oh my god it looks like a porcupine oh let's not get into that <laughs> <laughs> no but you can see the hair you can see the high pointed airs the snout and how this thing was you know this is a 13 year old kid okay uh, that drew this picture but she said that's what she saw you know um the the security light came on this was in the middle of the night you know she looked out the window the horses were kind of going nuts and she said this large dog like thing was doing an army man crawl on the ground trying to go around into the corral so i you know and like i said it you know yeah. don't walk around i mean that that's some weird stuff that goes on out there man and and yeah. that, the whole four corners area is wicked yeah yeah i i spent a lot of time out in the four corners area yeah so yeah, you, you know yeah. as well as i do it's it's, 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 it's bizarre wicked. It's really it's, it's a, a wicked, wicked place. Um, you know, uh, 
that looks to me like it could even be what they would consider a skinwalker. Steve, uh, I want to share something on the screen real quick. Uh, we've got some comments over in chat about the... Uh, Uh, okay. Now, uh, one of the comments over in the chat is that uh, the, it's common for the black bear to lift the fifth toe, so you only see four. But uh, so here's the problem. Like now, this one, you see one, two, three, four, right? So you're thinking, okay, gosh, that's a four-toe track. Well, now here's the problem. This pad here, it doesn't stop here. It keeps on going very wide under, underneath the track. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're, there's a space here for a fifth toe, but obviously the, the bear has lifted it or it didn't didn't imprint. Right. So, but we don't see that on the, the other one. And I'll, I'll go ahead and close this out. So we have a wide pad here. We see four toes visible. Now there's a space here for a fifth toe because there's, there's the pad. And we're not seeing that there. But on the other print that Jody's showing us, you bring that up, Steve? Um, no, I can't. It's on your computer. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let me uh, end it up here. I'm going to add it um, to the stream, Chris. Or... No, I closed mine out. <laughs> well, that's why, I, that's why I stick to the Bigfoot. Yeah, well, little, any, anyway, uh, a little less uh, complicated. You know, the, right. the thing yeah. is, you know, if if it is a bear, you know, it it very, it it could be. I I don't know. Yeah, and and just so the, the the chat knows Jody isn't putting us up as definitive no, no, evidence no, no. of anything. Yeah. No, I just I'm just, just going by that we know that there is a lot of dogman activity in this area since the 1970s. We know the DNR knows about it. We know because we've been moved. Yeah. This is a public area, public road. I, I think that was the point Chris was trying to make, Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we could, we've been forced out of there by the DNR on, on, on public property. Okay. Before what we're doing. And, and like I said, this, this, I, uh, I wish I had it on my phone, this, this um, Google Earth image of, of the actual area where we were at. And we did a Google Earth after um, <clears throat> we found the tracks in order to get a good idea of where we were, where the track was. And you see a really large bipedal animal walking in that field along the tree line. I mean, it, it's as plain as day. And it was picked up by Google Earth. Now, I don't know when that image was actually taken by Google Earth because they, they change it off and on. Right. Uh, they, they update it like monthly uh, of the area. Um, but it, you know, we know there was something in that area, you know, prior to the when we found the track. Yep. You know, so and I, I'll send that picture to you. Yeah, yeah, awesome uh, and, and stuff. If you want to throw, if you want to throw, you know, I don't know if you edit anything. After no, this. no, there's a show just goes the way it goes. We don't yeah. really edit too much afterwards. Well, you know, people, if, if people want to see the picture, unless that time, like Bennett took his pants off in the middle of the show, then we had to edit that out. <laughs> no, if people want to see it, just just uh, PM me on Facebook. Yeah. 
and and I'll, I'll be happy to send you the picture um yeah it's very but like i said i'll send it to you anyhow um so you guys can take a look at it the, the google image I, I have a blow up of it and then i have like a regular google image of the area and and the thing of it is like i said this it's the stories that are coming out of germantown uh you know about this thing so i i don't know um could could people see a bear and get it confused with the dog man yes and no okay and the reason why i say yes and no is that bears airs are not pointed they're rounded dogman is obviously a canine so they the airs are always pointed uh, there's a big difference um bears have very short legs these things don't um i don't know um it, it, the best like i said it's hard to describe you know we have a really good picture it's a blurry picture but it's one of the probably the best pictures of a dog man that came out of um um Jedediah national forest a guy took a picture of it and uh i think it's probably one of the best dog man pictures and obviously it, this thing is not a bear because you can you can tell by the body there's just no way this is a a, a black bear standing up um because it's just by the chest alone and by the high pointed airs that you, you can even see sure. the hair, uh, like from the sunlight, you can see like, kind of like the hair and stuff, uh, the light part of the hair. So it's, 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 it's neat. So very fascinating stuff. Yeah. But, uh, we are getting ready to close the show. Okay. Um, we get really soon here in the next few minutes. Um, and obviously, we we just touched a, like a, a a bit on what you know your experiences and of course your Bigfoot experiences and stuff like that too. So uh, you know this is really good looking at tracks and looking at different oddities and it's a very strange world we live in. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Love that. Um, <laughs> so Chris, I, I wanted to tell you, you know, I, I've been talking about the we have moose in my area yeah. and i don't i'm unfortunately i don't have the video because it was sent to my my girlfriend but michelle uh who everybody met on our our podcast of return to the mountain and also on our our trip there when we did a couple of mountain expeditions yeah. uh she was driving to the store the other day and guess what she saw crossing the road a moose, moose. Oh. so yeah we do have a moose on the loose out here looks like a big old bull uh no horns we, we, but it, it's odd because um, we we don't have caribou, or not caribou, but elk, elk. in Ohio. Okay, um, Ohio has a couple reserves that have like elk and stuff on it where you can go hunt, and um, they have um, boar on their wild pigs, which is I I, I tell, which is probably the most dangerous animal to hunt. And you better have a big enough caliber to take that thing out because they they're like a ferrari they can get you know zero to 60 fast okay um but we had a um a lot of sightings of elk in ohio and what it was that these things were actually coming off of the reserve you know <laughs> and yeah. they actually you know they had a um, they had a moose on there too, but it, the moose wasn't, they were, you know, for hunting, 
but it was just someone's um, pet that they had that actually got off of the reserve, and there was a sighting of a you know, moose. So they're they're big animals, man. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Oh That's man, funny. I've only seen one in Kentucky, and that was in the wildlife museum down the street here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because we've always, you know, we we know there's we have a moose crossing sign probably about you know six miles from where I live. And yeah. there is a population of moose on uh, the mountain on uh, near Lake Desolation. And every once in a while, they'll come down and uh, visit us down here in the valley. So I wish they would start a, a moose population in Kentucky. I mean, uh, they were I mean, talking really? about it. Um, L- LBL has a lot mm-hmm. of um, uh, buffalo or mm-hmm. bison. And they were talking about, uh, for the longest time, bringing some moose in. And bringing moose in down there would be so cool. Yeah, I mean, because the weather and the environment's perfect, you know, uh, they'll be protected. But the problem is, animals do leave the reservations. Yeah, you know? well, that, yeah, I know yeah, what the problem would be here. I mean, everybody, all the deer hunters would be hollering, "Yeehaw!" <laughs> yeah, it, it, obviously they would be protected. You right. know, you yeah. couldn't you couldn't hunt them, but you know. Who's going to stop someone from doing it? You know. Yeah. Well, folks, we'll be back uh, back in two weeks. Next week, we'll be airing a best of show because, guess what? I have to work next Sunday night on a mission, so I will not be here. So we'll have a best of show next week, uh, where Chris and I got to figure out how to make that work, but we will. Uh, we will pick one from our illustrious. Uh, 85 plus uh, like three special edition shows we've done over the last couple of years here on YouTube Uh, going on two years. We'll be uh, just this July. We will be on YouTube two years already. Can you believe that Chris? That's good. Been a while. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been a wild ride doing the stream yard thing. I love it Mm -hmm. because we can show some stuff and talk about things and uh, have a lot of fun and, and not, not necessarily go uh, go crazy on things, but I love it. And uh, that's a reminder for the podcast listeners, guys. You got to jo- get on the YouTube yeah. channel and look at these yeah. photos. Tony, where can people find you to follow you? They can look for me on uh, Facebook under you know Jody Cook. Um, they can go on to any of the North American Dogman pages that's on there and um, look for me there. You can go on www.NorthAmericanDogmanProject.com. You can send a message through me there. Um, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can contact me through there. But like I said, Facebook is probably the best. Um, my email address is OC, the number four, B as in boy, F as in Frank, S as in Sam at Hotmail.com. You can contact me uh, there all over case. Um yeah you know awesome well jody again thanks for coming on no uh, problem brother and uh we're gonna we're gonna uh do our outro for the show and of course uh we will be back in two weeks live uh look for a best of episode next week that way you guys can gaggle and yak at yourselves while uh we play in the background <laughs> but uh but folks again uh, we want to wish everybody a happy new year again uh, thanks for being with us. We have the greatest audience in the world. Chris, you want to take away, do your thing? I just, again, I want to thank Mr. Jody Cook for being 
on with us as an honor, sir. And uh, thank you for bringing appreciate those photographs you. with you. I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Well, at least and, we figured out what, the, what, they, what it was. So that, that that's 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 good. That's some the, of it. Yeah. Some of it, man. Yeah, that's the fun of it, you know. Uh, like I said, you know, I, I just never knew what it was. I, I, like you said, I never said it was a Bigfoot or a dog man. Um, but like I said, it's just, it, it was interesting. I'm, I'm kind of glad that we kind of figured out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, I want to thank our audience and listeners and our chat room listeners. Thank you guys for being here with us. Uh, as always, your questions are just, you know, spot on and, and, and you make the show. You really do. If it's your first time listening on YouTube, consider giving us a like, subscribe, share. You know, um, sharing is caring. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. And it, folks, it helps us get found in the search algorithm. Thanks, oh. folks. Yep, folks, make sure on your way out, give us a, a, a thumbs up on the way out. Again, it helps with the algorithm, gets us watched, gets us uh, recommended. And uh, that's what we want. We want to put this good information out. And as always, we'll catch you uh, next week here. Nine, uh, well, we'll catch you in two weeks live, 9 p.m. Eastern on uh, Squatch DTV, SquatchDTV.com. We want to wish everybody a happy, safe, and healthy week. Happy 2022. It's finally here. And we'll catch you all next week, folks. Love you guys. Peace Take out. Care. Hey, folks, you've been watching Squatch DTV. Join us each week, Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for the latest on the Bigfoot mystery. As always, we thank you for being our loyal viewers and encourage all to subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash Steve Culls. As always, have a great week. Stay safe. God bless and keep on squatching.